This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. A lot of good concerts coming to town this year. Ariana Grande, Michael Buble, Paul McCartney, Elton John, Kansas, if that's your thing, The Who, Shawn Mendes. But, you know, good luck trying to get tickets for any of those, right? Uh, that's always been a huge problem is trying to get tickets before all of a sudden they show up on the secondary market somewhere and the prices are way higher. Well, the provincial government had been talking for some time about doing something about this. And this morning, they have tabled legislation to try and tackle this problem. Uh, Their legislation will do things like um, guarantee refunds from secondary sellers in certain situations, ban ticket bots, and ensure that ticket prices are clearly displayed as well as any conditions that may apply to. But we wanted to talk a little bit more about this, get more of an explanation of what is in this legislation and what it means. So joining us now is Global News online legislative reporter Richard Zussman. Hi, Richard. Hey, Simi. Okay, so what do we know about this? What does it mean? All right, so it means a bunch of different things in terms of cracking down. Let's start with ticket bots. So this is one of these things where if you're familiar with the way this industry works is that these ticket bots often operate – uh, for these big reselling online companies, uh, they buy up tickets that they believe will be in demand from all over the world, uh, and they can buy tickets online much faster than you and I could. So imagine, you know, you really want a ticket to go to one of those concerts. Let's say Kansas is your thing, as you said, um, and you sit down with your laptop. I think there's tickets still available for Kansas, Richard. <laughs> if you sit down with your laptop or your phone and you want to, you know, and you have your best friend doing it too, and you're all doing it, let's say you have six computers going, uh, you can't compete with the thousands and thousands and thousands of computers that these bots basically are replicating. So these computers churn through so quickly that they can click buy faster than you ever could as a human being. And that allows them to buy up tickets before they're even available online. And that's why in some cases, like a pink concert, you may see the best tickets sell out in a minute uh, because there is such high demand. So banning ticket bots, one thing. There are problems with that, though, because these companies are international and they work offshore, it's unclear whether the BC government can actually crack down on it. Yeah. Uh, so that is one of the things that uh, we'll need more explanation from, from Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth. And then there are some other consumer action things here. One of the things that stood out to me, and I'm, I'm super fascinated with this issue, is a lot of these reselling uh, companies have now started uh, advertising tickets that they don't even have yeah, themselves. I've seen so that they, too. Yeah, they speculate, right? So, and you see this in huge events like the Super Bowl and NCAA basketball tournament. And what happens is they're guessing they're going to be able to get tickets, sell them to people. And if they never get the tickets on, well, the buyer is left empty handed. We've had some cases of that uh, here in uh, British Columbia, and this legislation would ban it. Uh, you know, there are some really substantial fines for corporations, $100,000 a day for non-compliance, $10,000 a day uh, for uh, individuals who break these rules. So those fines are substantial. Again, we're going to have to get more clarity on the enforcement, but that's a really interesting one. Is yeah. These uh, ticket resellers can't sell tickets they don't actually physically have. And then there's other ones that will help provide uh, some sort of certainty to people around uh, guarantees and potential 
potentially refunds from secondary sellers under circum certain circumstances, clear and prominent disclosure of prices, disclosure of terms and conditions, you know, what you can and can't do with your ticket, those sort of things. So, um, and ticket resellers must disclose they are secondary sellers, which online now, because all these lit, uh, websites look similar, um, is an important factor as well. Right. Okay. So what, what doesn't this legislation right. cover? So two big things here, and these are really, really big things. The first, one of the most popular things in the public consultation the province did was a cap on prices. So saying that, you know, a, a ticket reseller can only sell a Canuck Stanley Cup ticket for, let's say, $1,000. Well, I think ultimately the province came to the fact that that would be a big restriction on the open market. Yeah. They're not trying to crack down on high demand. They're just trying to crack down on people actually having a reasonable chance to get the tickets. So the province decided not to put a cap. The other one that I think is more important here, and I just spoke to Kingsley Bailey from VancouverTickets.com. He is a well-known, well-respected ticket reseller in Vancouver, plays by the book. Uh, he actually uh, put together some ideas for the province that helped shape this legislation. He says the one thing it doesn't address is uh, ticket companies like Ticketmaster actually don't make a lot of their tickets available to the public. And instead, they show up on their premium reselling yeah. website, one that Ticketmaster owns. Kingsley told me this morning he believes that only about 30% of tickets for major events are actually available to the public. The rest are already given out to sponsors, to family, and also put aside by Ticketmaster to resell. That's a major problem. And uh, one of the things that Bailey had been calling for is to have a disclosure of how many tickets are actually available uh, and where the other tickets have gone. That's not in the legislation either. And I think that's a major um, problem with this legislation. You know, we're, we're still just sieving through the document, but if that's not addressed, you're still not addressing that core idea of tickets actually being available for the public to go and have a fair chance uh, at getting right. a ticket at the uh, at the face value price. You know as well as I do, Richard, too, like when you try to buy these tickets, there's all these pre-sales, right? right? There'll be like three, four, five pre-sales before the tickets go on sale to the public, so there's no tickets left by the time the public gets them. Yeah, and often those pre-sales come with having to have a certain credit card or yeah. having to be part of a certain fan club that you may have to pay for. I think the legislation, you know, and often uh, – companies do that, you know, a, a credit card company will team up with an artist to do that. And it's beneficial for both of them. Uh, I, I think that was one of those issues that was avoided as well. But I think the public wants clarity around how many tickets are actually available. Yeah, and I think the point that you hit is doesn't get addressed in this legislation. You know, when you want it, you know, the Rogers arena fits 18,000 people. You want to know how many of those tickets are actually available. So you can have a fighting chance when you want to see that show or, or the, the sporting event exactly. or whatever it is at Rogers arena. What about pricing then? Does it yeah. like the fact that like you, you look at one price and then by the time you get to the end, the price is completely different. Yeah. So that's also not addressed here. That's often um, a nature of these companies, like a company like StubHub, which is the best known online ticket reseller in the world. They will often place these service fees. And for a company like that, they, they uh, list in U.S. dollars. So now that we're looking at the Canadian dollar quite far behind the U.S. dollar for a, a Canadian buyer looking at a ticket on StubHub, you can be left with a really unpleasant surprise when you get your credit card bill, when you factor in the exchange rate, plus all the 
these other fees that are tacked on. Um, there are other sites that are now regulating themselves and providing the price up front before you get to the, you know, pay now button that shows right. you all the different fees. That's not addressed in the legislation either. I think that would have been much harder for the legislation to address considering, but I think this government is trying to provide as much information. But I think, again, you're right that it falls short in a sense that people want to see actually what they're going to yeah. pay. You know, and I think one of the craziest things too has long been just the, the administration fee that Ticketmaster pays yes. or, or these other companies. Like it's I crazy. went to buy tickets. I'm going to see the Victoria Royals play the Vancouver Giants on Thursday. And that just by buying the ticket at the box office, the ticket was $19 and I paid a $3 service charge. You know, it's it's one of those things that drives people crazy because yeah. who does that service charge go to? Why not just charge me $22 exactly. and you guys can figure out to send the $3 to whoever runs the software to sell the tickets. I think that service charge drives people crazy. Wasn't something that was addressed in the legislation either. I think there's still lots of problems with ticket pricing. I think we're slightly closer to getting to a point where people can feel they can actually get tickets. But newsflash, we'll it's still going to be very hard yeah. and very expensive to get tickets to the biggest shows in Vancouver. And this legislation won't save you any money uh, if the Canucks end up in a Stanley Cup at some point in the next 50 years, let's say, Simi. 50. <laughs> I like the way you really <laughs> left out a big window. Richard, thank you for your time on yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, Simi. <laughs> that is Richard Desmond, our Global News online legislative reporter, talking about this ticket scalping legislation.